Welcome to I Had to Say It, the podcast where I talk about things that I feel need talking about, and sometimes they're not getting the attention they deserve. And your feelings, they're not under consideration. Looking for a new podcast? Check out the Infectious Groove podcast. My name is Russ, and I host the show along with Michelle and Kyle. Every Monday, the three of us bring you music news and tell you our jammy jam, so you'll always have new music to check out. The Infectious Groove podcast discusses music from nearly every decade and genre while openly displaying our passion for music you need to hear. On top of that, we have a thought-provoking main topic of discussion every week to get you thinking, discussing, and sharing music. We also include interviews with the music stars of yesterday, today, and tomorrow. Find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and all major podcast platforms. Subscribe and listen to the Infectious Groove podcast on your favorite podcast platform today. The podcast you are about to listen to contains at least one of the following. Strong language, disturbing topics, abusive opinions, generally things that aren't appropriate for little kids or overly sensitive people. So if any of that stuff's going to get your nose out of joint, this is your chance to turn it off. All right, everybody. So this episode, we're going to touch on a couple of things. There's going to be a couple shorter segments. Uh, the first one will be something I've been thinking about, and the second one will be uh, kind of addressing the upcoming holiday season and just a few... Uh, I've been talking about the holidays a lot because it's the holidays, and I get it. And if you don't like it, send me a message. Tell me to get off of it. Tell me, t- give me, Give me some suggestions on something else you'd rather hear. But, you know, don't just bitch pointlessly. That kind of ties into the whole first part of what I want to say. And maybe it's because it's the end of the year. Maybe it's because 2020 has been such a raging shit show so far that I've noticed this going on a lot lately. And part of it may tie into cultural desires to wrap up the year and have clean slates to start the new year or whatever. I, I don't really pretend to understand the logic behind this mentality. And on a grander scale, it's happening... It's been happening. It's been going on. It's been a thing. And it's getting progressively worse in my mind. And the thing I'm really kind of hung up on today is I really don't understand the the need, the desire, the feeling where people feel like they have to be constantly apologizing. And it's kind of a twofold thing. I can't stand insincere apologies. And most people are not despite what they may think they're not convincing enough if they're full of shit where you're not going to be able to pick up that the apology the difference between a heartfelt ap- apology and somebody just going through the motions because they either feel societal pressure or somebody else is making them do it it's pretty obvious to most of us i think i mean it's really you got to be <laughs> convincing to sell an insincere p- apology and have people think you actually mean it and some of us can some of us most of us can't so there's that and on a grander scale I'm getting just so fed up and again part of it's a societal thing part of it is this is why I will never never be embraced by radicalized leftists because I don't understand the logic or the need to apologize for shit you had nothing to do with and the more extremists, and more often than not, this is coming from college-educated liberal white people that get bent out of shape with me when I say these kind of things. 
and want to start screaming about what a racist I am or how bigoted I am or how prejudiced I must be or what an awful human being I am because I don't feel guilty for something I had nothing to do with at all. I've never, you know, owned another human being outside of in the capacity of being a parent. That's not really ownership, though. That's more, you know, being a parent. It's a responsibility. It's a consequence for being an adult and having a kid. The consequence is you are now a parent and you have that kid and you are responsible for them. And it's the closest thing to ownership over another human being that anyone should have. And I know a lot of people that have had traumatic childhoods and really shitty things, and they have experiences that they feel, and I'm sorry for that. I never would wish those things on anybody. And we've all had shitty experiences as kids in one aspect or another. I don't pretend to understand the parents who say things about how they never wanted kids or how their kids ruin their lives. How damn selfish can you be? Well, I know a lot of people that didn't plan on having kids, but... The ones that feel no connection to their children, things like that. I feel terrible for those people. And I have sympathy for them, but I'm not apologizing for it. And I'm not apologizing for all these other prejudices that other people hold. I don't feel guilty for anything that I did not personally say or do. Now, that's not to say I don't feel remorse and I don't feel sorry and I don't feel the need to apologize for things. I've done things that I'm not proud of. I've done things that I know I shouldn't have. I've done things that completely merited me apologizing. I'm human just like everybody else. When I was growing up, I may have said some asinine things. I know for a fact I've done some asinine things. Generally, we've all got those youthfully stupid moments that are so cringeworthy in retrospect. And when I've wronged somebody or I've done something truly despicable or deplorable, and I've felt a personal remorse for it, then I apologize. Unlike a lot of people, I learned from it, and I tried to grow and be a better person instead of just keeping on repeating the same stupid mistakes for the rest of my life. You know, it's the whole growing up, learning how to be an adult thing. So, yeah, I'm not apologizing for my skin tone. I'm not apologizing because people that looked like me did horrible, shitty things to people that looked like somebody else. You know why I refuse to apologize for stuff I had nothing to do with? Because it's disingenuous. I will acknowledge that these terrible, shitty things were done to people. I will acknowledge that it completely sucks and it was wrong. I will acknowledge that there are ripples and things that are still happening today because of those terrible, shitty actions. I'm not going to walk around feeling guilty about it. I'm not. I'm going to do my damnedest to make sure I treat everybody fair and equally. That's how I feel change should be made. Change how you behave. Don't sit around bemoaning stuff you had nothing to do with. Adjust the things that you do have to do with. And don't do it for a friggin' audience. Don't go around trying to shame other people because you somehow have defined this virtue signaling as being a good thing. Don't think you somehow are a better person because you want to shit on everybody else. Especially not if it's over one of your personal hang-ups. And especially not if it's over something they had nothing to do with. Especially not if you know literally nothing about them. This just pompous, ridiculous bullshit. And it's coming from all sides. It's not like it's a, oh, well, it's a fringe thing. And it's just a few people that can be brushed to the side. It has become so vocal and ridiculous 
we've got people that are saying other people should be apologizing for being successful. I mean, going beyond the simple, you should not feel guilty because of how you were born. Just like you shouldn't feel guilty if you were born as one of the anormative or... I, I and Honestly, I can't keep track of the terms anymore. And I really... This is one of those things. I don't want to offend anybody. But if you get offended, I'm sorry. That's your hang-up. Because I can't keep track of the way things are going with this. But if you were born and you don't feel like you were born with the proper alignments or however you want to define it you have that right you should not be judged for that any more than I should be judged for being perfectly comfortable being a cis white male it's not anything I had any control over and the fact that it doesn't bother me is not something I'm going to feel guilty about if you're a person that's struggling with gender identity issues or any sort of orientation whether in regards to sexuality or asexuality and you don't feel any attraction to anyone and you don't identify with anything and that's fine too it's people have to deal with it it's an issue people have to have to work through and they should not be judged for it it's whether it's a biochemical issue or I don't pretend to understand the mechanics behind it at all what I do understand is it's not something we should be judging people about so they have nothing to apologize for. If you have a problem with somebody who's having to deal with this and it's already a big enough load of crap for them to have to work through, they don't owe you an apology. That's your hang-up. That's not their problem. You shouldn't judge people for anything other than what they have control over. I've said it so many times, it, I feel like a broken record, but it's just a constant one of the facets of not judging people for things they have no control over is not trying to guilt trip people for shit they had nothing to do with. I will never, ever apologize for what I look like. Because what I look like, beyond the fact that I'm kind of out of shape, which is entirely my own fault, and I don't apologize for being a fat person. I'm a fat shamer. I shame myself all the time. And I've taken shit from people for that. Like, oh, well, you're, you're just following, you're just doing this. No, you know what? I'm disgusted with myself that I allowed myself to get this out of shape. And I'm not disgusted because of any societal pressure. I don't really give a damn. As long as, you know, the people I care about still care about me, I don't care what you think about me, how I look, any of that stuff. It doesn't matter to me. The thing that I'm disgusted about is I am in a position of knowingly jeopardizing my own health. I'm working to change it. I'm dieting and getting more exercise and doing all the things that I logically know I should be doing to maintain a healthy lifestyle. And I have given up on a lot of bad habits in the interest of I want to live healthier. I want to live longer. I want to live a better quality life. So no, I'm not going to apologize for when I crack on myself for being fat. It's just not going to happen. I don't feel guilty about it. It's a consequence of my decisions, and I will talk about it however I damn well please. I'm not apologizing. I'm not apologizing for my skin tone. I had literally no control over it. I didn't pick my parents. I didn't pick anybody else's parents. Well, that's all there is to it. Do I feel guilty about the shit white people have done to other races? No, I don't. You know why? Because I didn't do that. I acknowledge it sucks. I acknowledge there was a lot of horrendous shit going on in this world. I acknowledge that a lot of things that, from a moral standpoint, should never have been acceptable were at one point in time. I don't feel guilty about it. I'm not doing anything to perpetuate that crap. 
I'm not one of these people that wants to wash history and say, well, we can't talk about these things because it was bad and it'll hurt people's feelings. You don't talk about history, history repeats itself. That's an old saying. It's the truth. Those who forget the past are doomed to repeat it. Those who willingly shove their heads in the sand and don't want to acknowledge these things and don't want to talk about these things because they're going to hurt somebody's feelings are failing on a massive level. The people who want you to apologize for stuff that is beyond your control are facilitating those failures. They are creating them. Don't feel guilty about things you didn't have anything to do with. Don't feel guilty about stuff you have no control over. Feel guilty about acting like a shitty person towards your fellow man. Feel guilty about making bad decisions. Feel guilty about things that you don't want to own up to. That's fine. But stop the apologizing. I'm so sick of hearing this constant, Oh, well, we would just like to acknowledge this. Acknowledge it. Fine. And we want to apologize on behalf of... Fuck you. Less apologizing, more shutting the fuck up. You want to prove you have, a, have the moral high ground, you want to be the better person, you want to be the bigger person, act it. Don't call so much attention to what you're doing. Don't try and point out you're not raising awareness, you're not boosting anything, you're not driving any forces to try and make these matters better. You're being friggin' stupid. Apologizing for shit you had nothing to do with literally changes nothing what these superficial bullshit apologies actually do is it allows the person doing the apologizing to feel smug and superior and somehow better than the people that are refusing to apologize or in certain ways even the people they are apologizing to because they are focusing on particularly in the cases of things that you did not have anything to do with but you identify with because they were done by a superficially similar group to a superficially different group you're focusing on the superficial you are ignoring the substantive qualities of people as a whole and instead focusing on some bullshit so whatever trait it is you're identifying is something you need to acknowledge as this was an issue and we need to apologize that means that trait is still the primary thing you see when dealing with these people and frankly it's insulting and friggin degrading just adjust your behavior don't be a prick you know, I don't go around finding random strangers, and I've seen videos of this floating around on the internet, and maybe that's one of those things, i got to get out of the house. i got to go back to work so I don't have the time to be bombarded with this shit. But you got random, woke-ass white people going around apologizing to complete strangers for shit their ancestors might have, might or might not. You don't know any of these people's backgrounds. You don't know what families were descended from slaves, what families came here free. You don't know what families came here as migrant workers, what families may be darker complected but were born in Akron, for Christ's sakes. You don't owe them an apology. They shouldn't be accepting it. They should tell you to pull your head out of your ass and just grow up. And it's, like I said, less apologizing, more shutting the fuck up. I really don't think that's too much to ask. Just be cool own up to your own shit if you do something wrong that's when you apologize if you wronged another human being through your actions if it's you gained something you had no business gaining and now you feel remorse for that that's when you apologize if you did something that you know hurt another person that did not deserve it I'm not saying don't hurt people because there are some people that need to be hurt and we all know it there are some genuinely horrible assholes out there. 
and they need to be told about themselves. There are just groups of these miserable, terrible, friggin' pricks. Shitty to the people that are just doing their jobs just because they can be shitty. They're privileged and obnoxious, and they come in every flavor, every shade, every color, every faith, every creed, every orientation. There are people like that of every gender. There are horrible fucking people everywhere. And they're never going to apologize for anything they should actually be apologizing for. They will apologize for shit that they have no reason to apologize for and somehow thinks that makes them bigger or better people. They're assholes. It's not a real complicated issue. It's just the way things are. And somehow we are... I don't know what it is with our culture and our society where these things are somehow gaining traction and gaining ground as being... It's virtue signaling, but there's no virtue. You're doing something that has no virtue, so you're not really signaling shit other than look at what a pompous ass I am. So stop apologizing. You sound like a jackass. Apologize for treating your waiter or waitress shitty. Apologize for sticking gum to the bottom of the plate that the busboy is going to wind up sticking his thumb in when he's clearing your table if we ever get to go back out to eat. Apologize for being rude to the cashier at the grocery store. Apologize to the the young mother in front of you that you're complaining about because it's taking too long to get her rung up and you need your purchases are more important and she's trying to manage two kids while she's shopping and you somehow think she should be having somebody watch the kids so she can go to the store. Apologize to her because you're a piece of shit. If you're that person, you need to go play in traffic. I I'm and I'm not apologizing for it. That's just the way I feel. And here's the beautiful thing. At least for now, this is still a free country. I'm still allowed to feel that way. And you don't have to agree with it. You don't have to like what I'm saying. Or, hell, you don't have to like me. At the end of the day, I'm still going to sleep all right. But ultimately, I feel like we would actually be much better off if more people could get that through their heads. You don't have to be liked by everybody. You don't have to be accepted by everybody. And you don't owe everybody that apology. So, that's the little chip on my shoulder that I wanted to get worked through on this one. It's, like I said, I just, I've been seeing these clips popping up in my assorted media feeds, and it's, I I can't believe how much of this crap I'm seeing, and maybe it's been going on more than I thought I was aware of, or for longer than I was aware of, but I'm seeing it now, so I'm thinking about it now, so I'm talking about it now. And uh, we're going to take a little quick break here, and... When we come back, I want to just talk about, with the holidays coming up, and some things we could think about, and I've got a couple of uh, little small businesses I want to plug, and so we'll be right back. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, so thanks for listening to that. Now, to get back into kind of the second half, the Aaron has got the ranting out of his system for right now part of the show. Uh, I wanted to talk about, there's a few things I've been dealing with different people, and it kind of goes back into the whole shop local support small business thing that we have talked about before. 
and with the holidays coming up, and I keep saying this, and I'm going to keep saying it until the holidays are over. So if you're sick of it, you can just turn the episode off now. Uh, it's not like I have sponsors to answer to or anything. This is just me doing me. So, you know, it's not going to hurt me any. But I really hope you stick around and listen for a few minutes because the stuff I'm going to talk about is, I think it's important, particularly now. And this pandemic has proven beyond a doubt that people are going to keep living their lives. They're going to keep carrying on with what they feel is in their own best interests without getting on the whole mask issue or whether the people who think that the, this is a conspiracy or, and I acknowledge that the SARS COVID-19 is not, it's not a scam. It's not a con it's a horrible shitty way for the people that it hits really hard to die it can directly impact i was actually talking to one of my chef buddies and we were talking about this and he got covid and it sucked and he got it like a month and a half ago and at this point his taste buds have still not corrected he still can barely smell food he can still barely taste anything and he was we were talking about it and he was telling me it it was like it wasn't even a like you got a cold and all of a sudden you can't smell anything it was he got home from work one day laid down to take a nap and when he woke up he couldn't taste anything so it was like it's like a switch it was a neurological issue more than anything else which for people like myself and people in the service industry particularly chefs especially when you get to the guys that are the more skilled higher end <laughs> not necessarily saying they're necessarily better cooks or better chefs or better people but the more experience you have and the more you work in this industry and you build your palate and your sense of taste and your sense of smell and this is a critical crucial thing for a chef in their line of work unless you're one of those chefs who is oh I'm an executive chef and you spend seven and a half hours out of the day doing paperwork and orders and budgeting and you sit in your office and you haven't picked up a pan in years and that's the minority there are but there are those guys and they don't give a shit if they can't smell anything because they don't care they're managers they're business people so it may not necessarily affect them as bad but to you know john q co-worker here it could be a career ender if you don't snap back from it so i'm not trying to undersell the virus and there should be things in place to mitigate spread and all that. But realistically, the numbers are out there. The information's out there. We, you can't stop the spread of the virus. It was never supposed to be about stopping it. It, ha- it has to run its course. We don't have the capacity to stop it. And the fact that there are questionable things about this. They've come out with a vaccine so quickly for this when they've been trying to cure the common cold for hundreds of years and haven't been able to pull anything off in that respect yet. But that's neither here nor there. I'm not here to talk about conspiracies. I want to talk about the current shift. Everybody is still shopping. They're shopping online. They're shopping at the big box stores to have curbside delivery or have their products, groceries, whatever, delivered to their houses. And that's all well and good, except for the consequence of this is it's putting the vast sum of the money in the hands of the people that most of the people that are complaining about people having vast sums of money are complaining about. And their own rampant consumerism is driving all that money into the hands of the already mega-rich. 
because they are the ones that have the infrastructure to accommodate the fear-based, I don't want to go out and deal with people, I don't want to take precautions to protect myself and go into small businesses, I want to see the government shut these small businesses down because they can't meet the mandates to make me feel safe. So, small business owners are a resilient lot. They are people generally trying to do something to encourage their dreams, to follow their dreams, to follow the American dream, to live their own truth. And these people, more than ever, need our support. So I want to talk about some things that you can do that can be done socially, distantly, and responsibly, and you can feel as safe as you need to doing these things and still support small businesses, still support local artists. And I've touched on it before. But the Internet's a tool, yes. But you know what? The small business stores are using it too. Don't go to the big warehouse sites. Don't go to the big online corporate sellers and everybody knows who they are and I don't have to name drop any of them and I don't feel like dealing with legal battles or anything else so I'm not saying anybody's names all of us know who I'm talking about it's really not that hard we all know where you go online to buy stuff from all the different stores and all the stores that have their websites but you can also take the extra time look for local stuff look for small businesses you can even find small businesses and things like that that aren't local. There are, we've done remote learning to get the kids to try and not fall too far behind in their educations. As adults, as people you know, you can buy and gift small businesses that want to do things through remote learning or online. There are, and I've, I actually started looking into this after my conversation with my, my chef buddy, because he's doing it and I'm going to throw a plug in here for his business shortly and I wholeheartedly endorse the guy he can teach you so much he's taught me a bunch of stuff and I've been doing this for 27 years at this point so if I can still learn from the guy I'm pretty sure he can teach pretty much anybody because I'm hard-headed and I already think I know everything but I also know enough to know this guy knows more than me and he really knows his stuff he can customize his lessons to teach you things But it got me thinking, there are so many other resources out there and ways to learn things. You can take music lessons online. You can take small business courses. You can take art classes online. And maybe instead of giving somebody the new toy, the new Giga, the new video game system, the new whatever it is that you want to go out and spend money on, how about we keep these guys in business, these people that are just trying to live their truth and get by and have their slice of the American pie and you'll learn something new you pick something up you get a new skill possibly you might discover something fun you want to check out so realistically it's yeah toys are all well and good and buy the kids the toys and but for your friends your older adult type people that you're going to be buying gifts for get them an online class they can schedule it themselves once you just buy the buy the class for them or get them a gift certificate to whatever little local mom and pop shop you want to support and I've said it before I'll say it again like I said once the holidays are over I'll stop harping on it for a while or at least not so much buy gift cards buy gift certificates go to restaurants buy stuff that they can redeem later keep these people in business help keep this this is supporting local economies Keep the money in the country. Keep it in the tax system so our taxes don't go up. 
instead of going to corporations that find literally myriad ways of avoiding paying taxes and mega rich million and billionaires who avoid paying taxes they keep their assets in offshore accounts so they don't have to pay taxes that's why everyone bitching and moaning about these tax heights they don't get it the tax code is not designed to work in the poor man's favor it never has been so do what we can to support the poor man keep things local and that's i'm i'm done harping on it i'm just going to say that's really what i think we should do support local creators support local businesses support people that can teach you something you don't know how to do already like i said there are online people that are teaching music classes do a simple web search go to different selling houses these things are out there i i can't do all the legwork for you it's not it's not practical i can't give information out to every single area in on the planet it's just i don't have that kind of time i am however and remember the nice thing about doing these things low uh, with small businesses via the internet is you're still keeping it small but you don't have to think locally i mean thinking locally is best always but you can find someone possibly on the other side of the planet who is going to teach you something you don't know how to do and they make a little money you get to some new knowledge and everything's cool it it can be really useful and entertaining so before i kind of wrap things up here i just wanted to give a quick plug to my buddy's business he does caterings and things but he's also teaching courses online he has taught classes at sur la table he's a very knowledgeable and skilled guy and he can teach you pretty much whatever it is you're looking to learn whatever your comfort level is whatever your skill level is whatever kind of food you want to learn how to make if you get in touch with him tell him what you're looking for he will be able to accommodate you i'm sure of it and he's got a website it's chefstaste.net that's c-h-e-f-s-t-a-s-t-e.net and he's very good at what he does he can teach you a lot he still teaches me stuff he will definitely be willing to work something out with you and he's got a setup to do remote learning and videos and stuff so why don't you uh if you that sounds like something you'd be interested in go ahead and reach out to him and try and uh get something set up and like i said it's not just him Uh, that's my personal plug but go out there learn to play an instrument you make some use of the time if you're working from home or if you're furloughed and you're in the same boat i am do something productive with the time don't just sit around growing into the couch playing video games all day and yes, I play video games too. That's just not the only thing I do with my time. Hell, go out and start a podcast. There's more of us every day. Go ahead, do it. You never know, you might hit one out of the park. You might be something, you might get a ton of people that want to hear what you have to say. Or if you want to try it out, you want to get a feel for it, get a hold of me. Maybe I'll let you be on my show. I can't promise anybody will hear you, but I'll let you talk. I've been trying to keep myself busy. Trying to keep myself growing and developing as a person. And I think we should all be doing that. Particularly, like I said, if, you, if you're not working, you might as well be doing something constructive with the time. Why not learn a new skill? Find, find an online music teacher. Take an online art class. Learn to draw. Learn to paint. Take an online writing course. There are literally pretty much every field of anything out there right now, there are people that 
have the knowledge, that want to pass it on, that need to make a living. So do a little research, do a little digging, find these people, they're out there. And if you're one of these people and you're out there and you're not offering this stuff, it really doesn't take much to get set up. You probably already have a smartphone. Every three-year-old in the country has a smartphone at this point. That means you have a camera. You can get a tripod for about $15, set up your tripod, and you can teach stuff online. It's real easy to set up an online payment setup at this point. And if you don't know how to set up the video and you don't know how to set up a paywall so your videos are not just public domain and somebody has to access them, and you don't want to do live live teaching sessions, you want to do videos and sell access to the videos, there are videos out there on how to do all this stuff. People are constantly watching videos, everything from watching other people play video games to watching some guy get hit in the nuts with a softball over and over again. Watch a video that will actually do you some good and learn how to set these things up. It's gotten to the point where it's damn near idiot-proof, and you can do this. You can set up your own teaching service. You can set up access to these videos. You can set up live-streaming interactive courses, and there's nothing wrong with that. You can do this. So if you're hearing the sound of my voice and you're in a situation, or even if you're not in a situation where you're struggling or hurting, and you just want to spread a little knowledge, make a little extra money, get a webcam... You, it's really not hard to find some sort of hosting service and some sort of cash transaction. PayPal, you can set it up. It works both ways. You can send money. You can receive money. There are plenty of services out there that can put money in your hands for pre passing your knowledge along to people that would appreciate it. So take the initiative. Set something up. Take care of each other. That's really what this is all about. And if you've got the knowledge, you might as well do something with it especially if, if you're furloughed or laid off or unemployed or whatever. You can't go back to work for whatever reason. I mean, you can even do this if you're under quarantine due to exposure. It's not If you're actually sick, you're probably not feeling up to it, but if you're one of the 90-whatever percent it is at this point that is asymptomatic, that is quarantined at home because they tested positive and they can't go anywhere for 14 days, use that 14 days. Set up some coursework. Take a course teach a course do something you can spread things around through the internet go for broke do something what's the worst that could happen you're out 15 or 20 bucks for a tripod you don't sell any classes and now you got a tripod okay garage sale rolls around you can get three or four bucks back for it if nothing else and say you spend 15 20 bucks to take a half hour 45 minute course you either find something new you like, or you realize you don't like something you thought you might. And you're out a few bucks. If you're going to spend money anyway, why not spend it on somebody who could really use it? Try and keep the little guys kicking, you know? So I guess for now, that's what I had to say. Thanks for listening to another episode of I Had to Say It. If you liked what you heard, leave a review, give us a follow, give me some feedback. And if you didn't like what you heard... Leave a review, give me a follow, give me some feedback. I'll try and fix it. Check us out on all the social media platforms that I had to say it. Podcast is the trigger for all that stuff, for the search term. And if you want, check out the website, www.ihadtosayitpodcast.com. There's links to people that have been involved with the program, things I've talked about. There are some links available for some merch that we're working on, and there are ways to contact us there as well. 
And thanks for listening, and I look forward to talking to you again soon.